Hi, thank you for joining me. This is John Newby with John 2028 Apologetics and YouTube and Lion and Lamb Podcast on Spotify. Sorry for my absentee for about the last week or so. I uh, broke my phone in the gym. Just got the new one in a few days ago. Got everything uploaded and updated. All right, so, well, I mean, I don't know how we can escape this topic. I feel... The Lord keeps dropping this on me on purpose, and we're going to keep this direction. And it's obviously about abortion and children again. Um, I think why the Lord is dropping this on me is because this message is getting harder and harder to find, and it's not like I have a massive platform on this uh, podcast. I get about a, you know a dozen or so listeners, and uh, I'm really blessed and thankful for that. By the way doesn't matter about the number it's quality not quantity but um you know just keep us brothers informed and um keep that the strength of the church going and the body of the church is what i mean so obviously he's wanting this message to um us group of brothers and sisters on here with that said let's go to governor newsom yeah real winner the uh california governor just signed a few days ago helping children as young as 12 hide abortions from their parents and to take sex change operation whatever you want to call it science whatever I'm not going to call it science I'll call it a blasphemous um, whatever pick a, pick a word I'm trying to you know maintain my cool here So, just food for thought before we go over this article. So, uh, an adult has to disclose if they've been vaccinated or not. Right? Has to disclose that. If you want to go shopping or you want to go somewhere um, in New York, you want to go to maybe fly eventually, travel, which is coming. You got to disclose that, but a 12-year-old doesn't have to disclose if they've had an abortion or not or if they're getting their sex change done. And it's underneath their parents' insurance. All right, so let's go over this article. Law AB1184 makes it easier for children and teenagers under the parents' insurance plan to keep their medical information secret. Oh, Okay, so junior, so juveniles can keep their uh, <laughs> medical history secret, of course, because it involves abortions and murdering babies inside a womb or fetus, which is just Latin for small child. Okay, that's all it is. And, oh, and sex change operations, you know, changing the way that God designed you. Okay. According to the family, or excuse me, according to the California Family Council, is sponsored by, why don't you take a guess, Planned Parenthood. Imagine that. Boy, talk about a wrath that's going to come on to the people that work and run that organization. Talk about a wrath. Man, I don't want anyone. Let me, let me be clear. I don't want anyone to burn in hell. I don't. Okay, because 
We're saved by grace through faith. No man can boast. Book of Romans. No man can boast because it is a gift. Because I am not going to burn in hell because of a gift. It's nothing that I have done. People like this will be judged accordingly. And what a beautiful moment it will be because vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Okay. These sensitive services include abortion, sexual assault treatment, drug abuse, mental health treatment, cross-sex home hormones, puberty blockers. Puberty blockers. In California, minors can consent to all of these sensitive treatments except for sex change surgeries at the age of 12 under certain conditions and consent to abortions at any age. Assemblyman David Shuwu of Democrat of San Francisco, the legislation requires insurance companies in California to automatically keep certain medical procedures confidential, including abortions. Chu said the bill is important now because the Federal Affordable Care Act lets people stay on their parents' health insurance plans until age 26. You see the angle, y'all? You see the angle? All nine Republican members of California Senate oppose AB 1184 and sent an unsuccessful plea to Newsom, urging him to veto it. Well, God bless those Republicans. We should be encouraging parents and family to be involved in their children's lives, not removing them further from it. Okay. Well... The other law, AB 1111, or excuse me, the other law, AB 1356, makes it a crime to film people within 100 feet in an abortion clinic of the purpose of intimidation. A law abortion rights groups believe it to be the first of its kind in the country. You see, so listen, listen, here's how it goes. So there's a, there's a organization, there's a church um, called Apologia. That's Greek for defense. It's on YouTube. They're in Arizona. Jeff Durbin is uh, a younger guy, early 40s, got a beard, very smart. He likes to debate people about abortions. He's debated a few atheists. He also works with Dr. James White, who I um, who I follow. He's a pretty sharp guy. Um, and, well, anyways, they go to abortion clinics, and they go out and they preach the Word of God. The, they don't go out there and intimidate anyone. They... They plead with them. They ask them if they can take their child and, and give it up for adoption. They've even taken children of their own. Jeff's taken a child that was born with spina bifida and adopted him. Like these these this guy walks the walk. Okay, check him out. But what my point is is that see, there's a Christian. There are Christians that go to abortion clinics and they try to preach the word of God and try to convict them of their sin through the Holy Spirit. Well, don't you see how to eventually get people to stop that? You have to slowly weasel in. That's the whole, that's the whole tactic. Like I said, uh, listen, I said on my YouTube channel and I said on my podcast, I don't believe the vaccine is a mark of the beast. It is a stepping stone in that direction. Because once you start telling people how 
um, you know, that they have to have this and you start testing the waters and then you can slowly move in. Like, you know, I'm going to teach someone how to steal by a candy bar and then they're going to steal a, a drawer for money. Then they're going to break into someone's house and then they're going to go to a museum. So it's a process. You know, you build grit as it, as it evolves. And this is the same way. This is just building grit. This is just building to a stronger monster. You got you to gotta weasel in. So what is it? Well, what's the first way? Well, you start off slow. You start off small. Can't film within 100 feet of an abortion clinic for the purpose of intimidation. What else does that tell us? That also tells us that these Christians that are um, trying to convict people of their sin is working. And it's catching the eye of these evil people who will be judged unless they repent. It's obviously working in some way or another. It's obviously working some way or another. So, hey, you can't be with 100 feet of this abortion clinic. And there it is. And then it'll be 200 feet. And then it'll be 500 feet. And then it'll be you can't say anything. And you're not allowed to interfere with someone making a medical decision. But... You have to disclose if you have a COVID vaccine or not. You see the hypocrisy. You see how this is unequal scales. And of course it's unequal scales. And it will always be unequal scales. Because the world hates Christ. The world hates anything to do with Christ. If they hated me, what makes you think they won't hate you? Jesus' words. This is all a process. And this is, there's, they're not open to debate this because they know they'll lose a debate. So you silence because you can't out-debate the facts. And, you know, and here, here it is. Without directly mentioning Texas, the California governor took a swipe at Texas. Fetal heartbeat law which was allowed to remain in the place by the U.S. Supreme Court and cheered establishment. So here it is. This governor is about to mock what Texas is trying to do. California has been a leader in protecting access to sexual and reproductive rights. But as we've seen recently with unprecedented attacks on these rights, we can and must do more. So we're going to kill more babies, make it easier. Newsom said it in a statement. I applaud the establishment of the California future of abortion council and look forward to its important work to advocate our state's leadership in this vital issue. I'm proud today to sign these two bills. Boy, you don't repent. If this man don't repent, if this man don't repent, because listen, as, as, as bad as my flesh wants to bust his teeth down his throat, I want to see him more repent and be saved because that glorifies our Lord, God, and Savior, Jesus Christ. But you will die in your sins. That's what Jesus said. What does that mean? What does that mean? You will die in your sins. Maybe that means he'll be aborted from here for eternity in hell. He'll have to go through the process of being aborted, having his limbs pulled out. Who knows? Who knows what goes on in 
Hades and then the pit. Who knows? But God. Oh, okay. What does this say right here? The law, the laws coupled with Newsom's comments have only intensified the political rivalry between the nation's two most populous states, California and Texas, have become bastillions of their prospective political ideologies, with each state carving out opposite positions on issues including health care, immigration, and the environment. Oh, yes. Yes. That's correct. I mean, that kind of sums it up. And what have I? And that's what I said in my previous podcast that the line has been drawn when you have the satanic worship temple saying, "Hey, we we support this," and and articles are like, "Hey, you might have more in common with Satanists than you know." I mean, listen, it's it's getting louder and louder and louder and louder and louder. The world is getting further and further and further away. But, you know, it's... Okay, like, for instance, I ran into a guy a couple days ago. Alright? I'm not going to say his name or where it was. Because I'm going to respect him. Just the small chance that he listens to this podcast. I know it's one in a thousand, but who knows. But he told me he was a Christian. And, and by the way, he brought the conversation up to me. It's always my buddies who bring it up to me. It's always, let's say, a slick comment. It's always people that come to me. Um, but they know that I'm a Christian. Okay, so it's like they bounce stuff off of me on purpose. Alright, so he comes up to me and, he's, and he hears me talking to another person about, about uh, football or something. And he asks me just out of the blue, basically, about what I felt about something. And he says, well, I'm a Christian. And he goes... Uh, you know, I don't. I said, "Well, what's your favorite book in the Bible?" He goes, "Well, I don't really read the Bible." I said, "It's been it's been mistranslated and all this other stuff." And of course, I broke down the historical accuracy of the Bible, how it's been translated correctly. I have fifty four hundred pieces of Greek papyri from the first to the fourth century. We have different. We have it's a free transmission. There's different types of branches that go around from North Africa to Syria to Persia to all around the Middle East and they're, they're, all the copies were never in one part of the same time under one person and you, it's impossible to change it all how we have uh, you know writings on walls in Rome and and all in the Middle East and quoting scripture we have first and second third century fathers quoting scripture it was well attested and it's basically the same thing so I'm like, where do you get all this information? And he didn't have any answers for it. And he goes, okay, well, you know, um, I said, so well, do you believe that Jesus is the only way? So first he attacked the scripture. And then I said, well, do you believe Jesus is the only way? Do you believe he's God? Do you believe that he He is the only way? And he said, no. And I said, well, I mean, with all due respect, you're not a Christian because Christian means Christ-like. You're not a Christian. And he didn't like that, but I don't care because it's the truth. Because you're not a Christian, but that's the problem in, especially in America, people just label themselves that, and it waters down what it truly is. And it gives a bad rap, and it gives a bad reflection. 
on who Christ is and what he's done for us and the authenticity of the scripture. But how glorious is this as well? Because what is being cut off is going to be men and women like us who are tough like a $3 steak. And trust me, I eat those all the time because that's all I can afford. And we're going to be there. And we're going to be proclaiming the Lord. And then you're going to see that other people who call themselves Christians are going to look at you funny. Oh, I wouldn't act like that. Oh, he's, you know, he's he's radical. You doggone right I'm radical. You doggone right I'm radical. I don't care what you think. I want you to be saved. I want you to repent. I don't care about your feelings. All I care about is Christ. My wife just got baptized. Praise God. Praise God. So we're out at the beach. My pastor, good man. Very good man. Great man. He... He had a... He had us go out to the beach and there was a large crowd and there was people around and we were out in the public on the beach and all of a sudden we started praising and worshiping and this is a church of people and you know who the first person that went out there in front like you know I mean I'm not saying we all had to be up in the grill of the of the band on the middle of the beach But we were all about 15 yards away. You know who got right up there? It was a young girl who was mentally handicapped. And she didn't care that she's mentally handicapped. She didn't care that everyone else was out there drinking beer watching us. She had the guts. She had the love. She had the passion for the Lord to go up there in front of everybody and put her hands up in the air and praise and worship God. Maybe that's what the scripture means when it says to be like a child. Not be scared. And then I look over at my three-year-old daughter. Doesn't know what she's doing. But she's yelling stuff like amen and baptism. And she's saying words that are associated with baptism. She doesn't know what's going on. But she knows it's good. She knows her mom's happy. She knows her dad's happy. And she's just living it up. And here you are. You got all these other adults sitting around. All afraid to say something. And get up there. Think about it just for a second. And that's what I mean with this guy... It's time, God's cutting off the fat. It's time to see who's going to step up. Governor Newsom, 
I pray in Jesus Christ, my name, you repent. I pray that you repent of your wicked ways and your wicked policies. I pray you come to know the Lord. And I also pray if you do not repent, that you that you receive the justice and the punishment that Jesus will give. Amen.